I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play excited to be on another episode with you boys tonight and we have a i'm not gonna say a special one but this is officially musky hunks podcast episode 100 (laughs) so tonight we are gonna get into a couple of recent events we're just gonna talk through this with all of the hunks on the phone so looking forward to this one tonight so before we get into that we're going to start with our first hunk this evening, Mr. Donnie Stink, the, the, the stinkiest, the stinkiest swink. I go first on 100, huh? Good <laughs> evening, and, boys. Good evening. You and your Mac discount hoodie and Steelers championship 2008 hat. They go very well together. The colors just line up. You know, I'd still try to coordinate with you guys. You do. Is anyone watching the game like in a in a split screen here or what? Yeah, for game on today. (laughs) It's on the tube. (laughs) For anybody wondering, we are late on this and we're recording during the Super Bowl. Usher concert, you mean? Oh yeah. (laughs) We also have on the line tonight our westernmost correspondent, Mr. Ryan Elizondo. Morning, gentlemen. As always, having breakfast, making an eggs today. It's Eating dark crumpets. there. Yeah, the sun hasn't even came up yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's nice to see your smiling face. We also have on the call tonight, Mister Nate. But it it but it but Love the show. <laughs> Straight from Iron City Pine Town. Yeah, just Gary and I hanging out. You and Gary, how how are things? Uh, how are the girls doing with uh, with Mom on vacation? Terrible. <laughs> I'm going through it. But it's all right. Payback comes back. Come back around. <laughs> yes, it will. We also have on the call tonight, Mister Nick. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Still calling in from your Jay Z video, I see. That's right. Thought about dimming down the lights, you know, setting the mood, but Ah. 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 it's fine. We also have on the call tonight. Our we had a we had a proud dad moment this past week. We did. (laughs) Our dad was on the Muskies on Tap podcast, and I think all of us were super pumped for him. And we're super excited to see him on the call tonight. That beautiful smile over there, fresh off of a death illness. Our our dad, Mr. Owen Seaman, and Big O's Bucktails. Good evening, gentlemen. Glad to be here tonight. Uh, it's, we're playing catch up here. We've uh, we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do here for episode 100 and 
you know, I don't think we ended up with any special plans, but <laughs> we're going to just do a general recap here. Uh, uh, kind of talk about not only some of the things that have happened recently, you know, the New York show, we had the Muskie's Inc. lore swap, but I think we might just have a couple, uh, you know, chats just about the general and how, you know, general chats about the hunks here at, at hunks at 100, let's say. So I don't know where we want to kick it off. Um, Ryan, you want to get us started with the, with, with the New York show? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, so New York was, uh, l- let me just say this as far as, as musky shows go, I, f- I thought New York, the New York musky expo was as good as advertised. Yeah. I thought, I thought Katia and Zach did a great job planning that thing overall, you know, every aspect to the show. Um, they really brought like a lot of different elements to the table to really have everybody in one venue all weekend to really just kind of celebrate the sport of muskie fishing. You know, I thought that's pretty much what that was. It was a celebration of muskies in the sport. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was a fun event. And there are so many, when I say so many, I mean so many freaking stories. Oh, my gosh. That happened <laughs> oh in the course gosh. of that weekend that I hope we can touch on all of them because oh. I honest to God haven't, haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Like, it was... It was that good. <laughs> it was just that good. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, where do you guys want to start with it? Because I don't know. You know, we, we've talked about in the past kind of, you know, how we've we kind of started off as none of us being part of these shows, like us being the guys that wanted to go to these shows and buy baits. And, you know, we're still buying baits, but, you know, we're we've kind of found ourselves to be a little bit more in the mix at these shows now. And you know, especially at the New York show, it really seemed like our booth kind of seemed to become a, a bit of a, a meeting grounds for people, for a bunch of different groups of people, if you will. Um, and man, it was just a lot of fun, just a lot of fun meeting all these people. You talk about it, you know, people we've had on the show, just people you, you hear about in the industry, seeing all these new products, talking to the people that, uh, you know, are making these baits and man, just hanging out just having beers with everybody and the stories and the laughs, man. Holy cow. Do we laugh? Yeah. And I think like, really the interesting part is like all of us got up there a little different, you know, timing, timing wise. Like uh, I know, I know Dano shout out to Dano. He, uh, he got up there super early on Friday. He was in the doors helping Katia and Zach with stuff, you know, just around the venue. They had him, had him hopping and, you know, it was just, I, I kind of stayed back, you know, you guys know, like I've been dealing with a cat and stuff like that at home, but I kind of took my time to get up there. And I don't think it was that when I walked in the door there, I don't think I was that there that long before Owen rolled in. You know, I think we kind of all kind of converged like right around that. Cause Nick, you were, you got there at like what, four or five o'clock. Uh, five thirty, I think. Okay. Might've so, been six even. Owen and I were there probably like two thirty, three o'clock somewhere in there. Yeah. I, pr- I was there probably by three, three thirty. Yeah. And, and I just like, you know, immediately, like I was doing my thing. Like I got up there to really get s- some good footage and good pictures and to try to put a video together for it. But it was kind of cool. Like I met Owen up there, unloaded the car. I did not help with his booth a single lick the entire weekend. <laughs> I tried a little bit here and there, but you know, you guys really stepped up the game on that, but I thought the setup went really smooth. 
you know, it was kind of fun just being there with everybody as things were kind of getting brought in and, and stood up. And it was amazing to me to see how many vendors, like it wasn't just everybody at once, you know, like everybody kind of filtered in on their own time. Like I, I thought over the amount of time that you had to set up, like it was just kind of interesting to see how the, sh the show like slowly built. Um, That's what, like that Friday evening is like such a fun time. Just like having a nice relax, like no pressure. You don't have customers and stuff and actually like BS with other makers and stuff like that. But uh, I feel like uh, Katia, I guess it was Zach and Steve Gould last year. I think Steve's kind of like transitioned away since he moved to Florida, but they've really like built that New York show and uh, like I'd say top tier musky show. It's, it's getting better each year. It feels like. Yeah. It was really interesting to see like muskies Canada came down, you know, yeah, like Ryan, was... Ryan and Rory and those guys, like yeah. that was pretty cool. I thought that was, that was nice to get a chance to talk to those guys. Yeah. Those guys, uh, I mean, speaking of that, you know, we talk a lot about muskies ink here on the podcast, but muskies Canada is essentially a similar type of program in, in, in Canada and they sent a couple of reps down to the New York show. And that was really cool because honestly, um, you know, Rory was a blast. You know, he was just an absolute hoot playing the guitar at karaoke and, you know, just awesome. I mean, he's from up in Sudbury, you know, that's like, or just South of Sudbury. So that's not like a, that was a, that was a bit of a hike for him. So it was really cool for some Canadian guys to come down and, and get a little bit of exposure. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Saw Ryan taking some notes for the Odyssey, so that was pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> That's what, it was cool. It was cool getting uh, like Rory explaining because I had always I signed up to Muskies Canada once before with kind of the hopes of there being like a database like Muskies Inc has, and then it was nice actually getting to quiz Rory about it, and he he whipped his phone right out and was like, "Yeah, we got that." showed us how to use it and their analytical tools built into it. I joined it too. When I first got into muskies back in 2018 and there's a ton of scientific stuff Yeah, in muskies, Canada, like they're, I, I don't want to say they're focused like, you know, muskies Inc. We do so much in the way of stocking, you know, there's a, there's a right. big focus on stocking where I don't think that's necessarily the focus up there. It's more, the science, you know, these scientific studies like the Georgian Bay studies and uh, St. Lawrence, all those VHS studies and things like that. And I think that's kind of the dichotomy of like our two fisheries is that like the States is way more management based, like supplemental stockings, whereas most of the Canadian stuff is natural reproduction reliant. But yeah, they, there's a ton of like YouTube videos that Muskie's Inc. has either like partnered with or, uh, you know, helped fund the research towards out there. I know they did the virtual Odyssey during the pandemic, and there was a couple of really cool uh, presentations that are I thought, online. I also thought Katia did a really good job with mixing the vendors in. Like, I think the first year there was just a lot of like guides and things like that there. I thought she did a really good job, like reaching out to these Canadian vendors, like pulling some of these guys down, um, not just like 
the bait selection, the gear selection, but you had a number of vendors there that really kind of leveled the show out, right? Like there were still guide services, but there weren't too many of them. And the guides that she had there were focused on like different, wasn't all the same body of water. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was really interesting. I thought, you know, just looking at the vendor list in general, like it wasn't like there were 10 bucktail makers there. You know, we've talked about that before. You know, she did a really good job kind of leveling the show out, but still and and still kind of like sprinkling in some of these like musky associations. <clears throat> you know, it was cool that they had the uh, Chautauqua Hatchery, um, Jim and Riley. Jim and Riley were there from the Chautauqua Hatchery. Um, you know, even JoJo's stuff with the Niagara Musky Association, like those are all important things to the show to give guys like us opportunities to talk to those types of, I don't want to say clubs, but associations to kind of get more info. And I don't know. I just thought her, her overall selection of the booth setups and the vendors she had there was, I thought it was really good. Well, she talked about having a, a really intentional type of show and I think she delivered it. I mean, mm-hmm. just the, the, just the variety, like she said it a bunch of times, she didn't want a bunch of the same people and wanted a bunch of things that were like draws to it. And, I don't know. I thought that was really cool to actually see it after hearing her talk about it, her and Zach, and then being like, Oh damn. I mean, they, they delivered that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have some of the, you have a couple of the bigger booths, which cover, you know, more general stuff like chaos. The chaos setup is always awesome. Um, you know, St. Lawrence Muskie shop has a, a big setup, although they're more baits. They don't bring all the rods and stuff that, uh, that chaos does. You know, but it's other than that, you know, it's it's a it was a lot of smaller, you know, smaller bait makers. And that that was really pretty cool. That's why I feel like the St. Lawrence shop does a nice job, like filling that gap of like all those mainstream baits that might not be there at the show. Like the makers might not be there, but St. Lawrence has those, you know, in their, uh, you know, inventory. If there's something right. you were looking and then for, then there was also what was the other? Um, was the one that had the Mortimers? Uh, North Shore Muskie. North Shore Muskie. Tackle. Yeah. Which I think they opened up like a brick and mortar store in Sudbury this summer, I believe, last summer. But uh, I haven't made it to the actual store yet. But they've always had a really good online presence. You know what else was cool too? Like she still maintained the fact that we live in the tri-state area. You know, like you still had all of your heavy hitters that we use, like in, in guys use across New York, Ohio, PA, West Virginia, like Donnie, I know you, you hit the Boshad booth pretty hard, you know, like Boshad was there. Or shame me, Ryan Reed. I'm, I'm trying my best not to, I guess, but maybe I, that was my intention there. <laughs> I don't know. Like you just talk about having local guys around, you know, like guys that le- we go to Musky Max for. You know, we go to Muskie Max for Raptors and for Boshads and for, you know, Leos and stuff like that. I mean, that Katia solved that for, you know, the for us, for the tri-state area, in my opinion. You know, she still had that kind of local flavor across the states. I told myself I wasn't going to buy another Raptor. And of course, I bought another freaking Raptor. Mm-hmm. Why not? I don't know, because I have so many of them now. <laughs> the one you bought, sweet. Yeah. It is it makes me want to buy one in at the Muskie Max. Yeah, well, I want. I think I'm gonna end up. I might pull the trigger on that Emerald 
the emerald one at Muskie Max that Todd painted. Yeah. yeah. It uh we're we're gonna talk about like our halls, right? Are you guys are we gonna do that on this yeah. one? Okay, well, we won't get into that yet because I have a question for you about that raptor. Um so the show, like this is just my opinion. You guys jump in, tell me where I'm wrong here, tell me what I'm missing, but the show set up perfect on Friday, right? Like everybody had plenty enough time to get situated, get your stuff set up. Uh, they even left it open a little longer, I think, on Friday night to make sure that. Um, and assuming you didn't like forget your wallet or something inside the venue, like you could still had enough time to get everything done there and just wrapped up. And then it was like, dude, it was time to just go to dinner, like hang out with everybody, have a few beers and just like kind of have a cool, like laid back night and get kind of amped for Saturday morning. So did anything crazy happen to you guys on Friday night? Dude, I didn't sleep. I was thinking about that Leela lore. I wanted it. I was too. I was too chicken shit to ask him if I could buy it Friday. They looked busy or drinking in his booth. I said I'm not doing that. <laughs> too busy shrink wrap, shrink tube, and hooks and Owens. I didn't sleep at all. I was like, oh. waking up, thinking about it. I think Greg's thinking, thinking, thinking about, about me. it. He might. He might have been. Are you thinking about me too? <laughs> I, just, I had a really shitty night just sleeping, thinking about lures and if I was going to be able to buy them. <laughs> That's a terrible existence. Uh, unneeded stress, my friend. <laughs> yeah. We do it to ourselves. You guys were I talking did. about a lot of the different vendors. There's a, I don't remember the exact number of vendors there was, um, but... That's a show that's going to grow for sure. It's only a couple of years in the books now. Is there room for growth at that venue too? A little bit, but it's. I think a little bit, yeah. Like realistically, I feel like ours. Tip, I think typically would have been two booths. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there was a few spots. They had a that cancellation. I think they just gave extra. Yeah, they, at, the, at the last minute, there there were some last minute kind of. Mm, alterations and we ended up benefiting a little bit from that uh in order to give the hunks a little bit more room but i feel like it was like uh it felt full but i think you could squeeze more in yeah there were some spots around the back that were kind of wide open where they could definitely sneak a couple more boots around some of those pillars down by where the the big boat was and stuff like that that's good because i mean with their promoting on that, there's a lot of talk in the Midwest too. So there can be other vendors that are going to want to come that way. And there's also room because, you know, Katia, there were a bunch of, you know, kind of, I don't know, non musky booths that if there were musky, you know, specific booths that might fit in, they could kind of like, you know, a candle booth. And it's awesome to have that stuff because, you know, women, you know, I, you know your wives come with with you and they want to look at candles and stuff like that but you know if push came to shove if you wanted to just fill it out with straight musky musky people you could probably end up doing that at some point if you know instead of trying to expand the footprint maybe you know what i mean like not not get rid of the get more focused on the yeah yeah i mean it's hard to think of a lot of ways like she handed out like a improve like how to improve like a comment little pamphlet 
That's oh, I didn't see that. But yeah, she gave them all out the, on the last day, I think. I mean, it's hard to think about a lot of ways that they could have improved it, to be honest. I mean, well, they, they, I don't know. The people seem like they have a good time. I mean, if whatever they sought out to do, I think they achieved it. Ryan, I mean, e, you, you just said that, like, you know, with all the talk about the show, there might be interest in other vendors coming. Let me just say this, that it is probably the coolest show in the sense that it is all in the same building. Like when we go there, our kids came like all three of my kids were there Two, both of Nate's kids were there. Like we had a great time because it was all like all enclosed and, you know, we didn't have to leave. You could do the seminars. We did the lore swap on Saturday night. Uh, we did a little bit of karaoke on Saturday night, you know, it was all together. So if people wanted to travel in, that's the type of show to travel in for where you can just park your ass at the hotel and enjoy the weekend, you know, just just kind of throwing that out there for future purposes. And it's definitely a place where you can get baits that you can't buy buy anywhere else. Right. You you talked about that family that family feel. That was pretty wild to me. I mean, my wife has her first musky event ever. I mean, she she doesn't. We don't go fishing. She doesn't go to the musky max. I mean, she thinks it's everything's ridiculous. <laughs> and and she like really enjoyed it. She she was like all for it. And the kids are asking about when, you know, they were so sad, so friggin' sad. And like the amount of like stuff, I, I couldn't believe it. They didn't ask for like tablets or like phones or to go into the hotel room to go like watch TV. My kids didn't ask for a single friggin' thing the whole weekend. I couldn't believe it. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, Thinking yeah. just about the stuff that they had set up for kids with the the booth, um, the free lures they got. I mean, there was a couple of really great things where like some lure makers gave them baits. Oh, yeah. like, Between they, Greg Tem giving out t-shirts to all the kids, you know, uh yeah. Todd Leopardi going around out of his way, Lori coming around and grabbing all the kids and bringing them over to to, to the Leo booth. Not just to paint the Leo picture, but also giving them, giving all the, you know, little Shayla shads and pink colors and, you know, shiny stuff. I mean, my daughters were walking around with this stuff like they had just gotten necklaces, you know, but it's musky. It's musky gear, you know, and that's yeah. cool because that's a memory that they're going to tie to something that we enjoy. And if you're not making those connections with your kids, it, you know, you, you have opportunities to and you really should be. If we could talk about Greg them real quick. He he's the best. You talk about like just a great dude, just a great person. My one daughter is obsessed with pigs, and she asks, he asks what color shirt, and he's got these big ass friggin' tote bins under his booth. There's people buying lures, and he's like, hold on a minute, and just stop for them. And he's handing out shirts, and he didn't they um he didn't have a pink one, so he wrote it down, and he's gonna have it made for the friggin' Musky Max. Like he doesn't have to do that. There's nothing that says you had to do that or even consider it. I don't know him. That's the first time I've met him and he's going out of his way to do that. Then he found me, you know, through one of you guys and messaged me and was like, Hey, I just want to make sure I got the right size. Like that's cool as shit. And my daughter's pumped about it and she can't wait. Must be fishing a little bit different, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's super dope. Yeah. I mean, it's, you get the right group of people together in a room like that. It's, I mean, dude, I, look how much, like you guys are talking about all this stuff that people did for the kids. That was the epitome. This show 
was so above, above and beyond what I've seen at other shows. Like Max does a kid's corner and it's great. Kids love it. Leo does the coloring. Like that was all, that all flows really well at Musky Max. But I have, I had seen a lot more kids, you know, a lot more families at New York than I think, you know, we've seen in other shows. Like Craig, and, Craig actually went and picked his daughter up and brought her to the show saying, you should, you know, there's so much stuff here to do. And, you know, he saw my daughters were about the same age and my daughter, you know, they're making earrings. He went and got his daughter and brought her to the show. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that dude, that that's great for you guys. Cause like your families are good. You can, you can work the booth. You can have, have your show, you know, you can go and have fun at these shows and like, that's a win for everybody. So you know, again, like kudos to all of these people, like Greg, you know, Katia, the Leos, everybody that's doing that stuff for the kids. It's a huge deal. The, the one guy from Red October, um, not Hans, but the other guy, I, I never know his name. Is that Mark Arenas? I think so. He he gave my youngest like a big, big ass pink tube just because she was looking at it like we were getting ready to pay. He's like, nope, it's yours. Like, that's cool. You didn't have to do that. Like. Yeah. kindness is the best thing ever and people were super frigging kind musky people were the best i just enjoyed when uh like it was owen's daughter got the one like the freebie bait for that he's like looking at it and it's like it's a hooker bait and the go and was gonna steal it from him <laughs> that's lena lena got a that's oh, right. it? lena okay. grabbed the hooker bait I'm like, yeah. wait a second, I want that thing. The musky zinc guy working the table is like, I can't believe that's been here for two days. Nobody's picked that up or stole it. Like, yeah. It's like she got an eye for it. I did pick up a hooker bait at the swap. There you go. So I want to go back here because Friday night we all set everything was set up, was good. We roll into Saturday morning. I feel like some stuff happened there Friday night. There. <laughs> In the venue and outside the venue that we're probably not going to talk about, but it uh, things got a little wild there for some some people. I don't think any of us really, but no, we all we all took it easy. Friday (laughs) Friday night. I feel Um, like some of the other boys had had a good time. Our buddy Justin from uh, Chaos. Shout out Justin! Shout out Justin, dude! What a what what a what an awesome. Time we had with him, man. What a cool <laughs> dude. What a cool guy. Got baptized into the banging bottom crew. Oh, yeah. So we got to talk about this, and he's going to hate us for this. But I literally sat there for 10 minutes listening to him talk about how he's from Wisconsin and he can out drink everybody in the planet. And I just looked at him and I said, You don't know who you're messing with. And he's like, They can't out drink, out drink, blah, blah, blah. blah. I saw him Saturday morning. I seen you, Justin, Saturday morning. <laughs> we know who won that one. <laughs> Dude, I warned him. I was at the bar buying a beer, and he came up to next to me and slapped down this Green Bay Packers debit card. Said, you know about them? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm about to show you PA, boys. What's up? And I was like, no, you're not. That's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad idea, buddy. Bad idea, James. <laughs> Very bad idea. He was like, no. And then next day, he's like, I should listen to you. Like, hell yeah, you should listen to <laughs> That's, first of all, that's our president. That's our Number president. one. Nobody, nobody a, on this planet can Maybe hang. one of the more impressive feats of just pure, I don't even know how to how to put it. You know, manly endurance, manliness, just like mask, pure masculinity. 
like in, just in human form. excellence. D- Doug and Joel came to party, and Justin got roped into that one, and found out very quick what it's like to be on how how it, how it goes being on Team Bang and Bottom. So. How the Bang and Bottom boys roll. That Dude, was he, uh, he got banged, and he was on the bottom for sure. <laughs> if, any, if anybody if anybody wants to go back and listen to our prior Bang and Bottom podcasts. <laughs> That was uh that was awesome, dude. I loved every bit of that. Like that that whole thing just there was a lot of there was just a lot of booze flowing. But then that it carried into but then but then that it carried into Saturday. Oh yeah. Like everybody was like hanging out all day Saturday and it was like everyone's telling stories from Friday night, and we're all kind of like catching up. And Saturday night ended up being fun. (laughs) Oh yeah, I Saturday morning started with the bar being open at nine o'clock. To oh which yeah, I got maybe my favorite video clip of the entire show of our president going back to the bar asking if they if they were serving alcohol at nine a.m. and the, and the girls like, "Why, yes, we are." And he's like, "I love that about you, you new." He goes, "I love that about you, New Yorkers." He's like, "You just understand that in order to to drink all day, you got to start early." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> here we go I had the camera going i was like oh yeah and then it was like the show opened and there were people there like lots of people sustained people oh yeah and uh, uh you know there was a clear push for baker booth and i from where we were our vantage point i couldn't see where it, everyone else was going but it looked like they were headed to the shaw's booth uh so those seemed to be the first two that we're getting hit. Yeah, no doubt that Baker line was where, you know, that's where we, <laughs> that's the line we all know and love for the Baker booth, right? Like the, the Chautauqua staples. Right. And it kept like, up in it. That, that line kept up for a while too. It oh yeah, was yeah. not just like, you know, an, you know, 15 minute line. I'd say about an hour long. There was a line there. I didn't pay attention if he had a limit on baits or not. I don't think we um, did last year. I think it was you could get back in line. Okay. You could only like, buy one or two first time around. And then there wasn't a limit, but you had to go limit yeah. per per transaction. Yeah. That's what he's done in the past, like two baits. And then go to the back and start over. But Zach barely even worked his booth. I mean, he was floating around doing all the, you know, all the administrative stuff, running around like a madman. And, uh, his booth was was staffed. That's what he's always got great guys working there, and it's always quick and pretty seamless. Yeah, you know that was that was another thing that I thought was interesting in New York: the amount of glow, glow that was there. It wasn't you know Zach brought the glow that whole booth and setup? I thought was really kind of cool. Like he it had was. The, the black light and all that yeah. stuff. Like that was pretty. That was pretty dope. But there were yeah. there were some other people there that had some glow too. Like that was probably more glow than I've seen at a show. Personally, I don't know that I really paid that much attention. Before, yeah, actually, but. just kind of randomly, I was at the Leela booth, and um, I liked one particular pattern. And we'll get to the hall and everything. And and he was like, "That's a glow." I was like, "Oh shit! I didn't even know. I don't know. You were on the glow train there, Greg." Brady and uh, Bam Bam, they had some glow fins. Glow yeah. fins. Glow fins. All yeah. glow, all glow, all the time. So that I was like, I got, a, I got a mini glow fit. Did too. 
the amount of people that came through and I thought the sustain, I'm going to call it pressure, like the sustained pressure on that show, I thought was really good, man. I actually, like I looked around there and I don't think, you know how you get that like afternoon die out, like the last hour, two hours of the show was like, typically it's just vendors BS and like, I didn't really, I thought maybe three, three 30, it started, but like, it wasn't like it normally is at shows. No. And I want to say that I I think that probably has something to do with the the activities scheduled for Saturday night that people maybe were going to come later, you know, come Saturday at noon, spend the rest of the day and then hang out for the evening, you know, as opposed to showing up at 9 a.m. and then being around the entire day and still wanting to do the lore swap at night. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. So what what happened to you guys? Anybody anything like really funny or interesting happen on on Saturday? Because I have several. I, I have mean, several. I, I got I got court dates all through the rest of the year. <laughs> Me and Doug, we're suing everybody. <laughs> we should play that interview on this podcast. <laughs> oh God, dude! I just know I'm going to be in court dates. I'll see you there, Owen. Um, <laughs> looking for a favorable docket. But um, yeah, that, Doug and I. That, uh, that happened Saturday night. Yeah, sure. I had did. Uh, so I was talk. I was I was standing there talking to 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 Doug, and I was standing. I was hanging out with Joey Lee at party at this point in the day, and Joey sends a text message to Doug. It's a picture of Yukon Cornelius. Because for anybody that hasn't seen the pictures yet, I decided to grow a beard, and it's fully red. And one of the funniest things that I was asked all weekend was on Sunday when Don senior looked at me and said, why is it all red? <laughs> like, I have no idea. <laughs> so Joey sends a picture of Yukon Cornelius from what movie is that from? Is that from Rudolph? From Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph, Rudolph Red Red yeah. All right. So he sends it to Doug says, Ryan looks like this guy. And that turned into like a thing all weekend for me. I had people I didn't even know. They were like, Hey, Yukon Cornelius. I'm like, Hey, great. This this happened, so that was fun. Uh, along the same lines, our president walked up to me at some point during the show on Saturday, and you guys know the like the uh, the Mamma Mia like the mwah, the kiss like chef's the kiss. the yeah what is that called chef's the kiss chef, is that what kiss. it is a chef's yeah. kiss? Joel walks up to me. I'm like look, I have like a lure in my hand. He like walks up to me. He just gets right up in my face and he gives me a chef's kiss. He's like. Ah, and then immediately just grabs my beard and starts stroking <laughs> my beard. He just starts stroking my face and he looks at me like grabs my, my face for a second, shakes my head and just like, he's gone. <laughs> he just like, let's go and walks away. I was like, what in the world just happened to me? So I at think, what, what I point think did he... go ahead. I think, I think briefly before that, I was like standing kind of in front of Owen's booth, kind of BSing with one of the guys from fish USA and uh, he just walks over and goes, do you guys like to eat some of my meat? <laughs> just like <laughs> produces this giant bag of like smoked it, beer bologna. And cheese. And yeah, it was yeah. warm. And cheese. It wasn't and then, refrigerated. <laughs> and it, and was warm. it was like in the palm of his hand. So it was he, like. Uh, these were still in the bags. But uh, as soon as we ate one, he, he gave us the chef's kiss. The chef's kiss. Dude, he wouldn't leave me alone until I took some. That's right. He just kept pushing it into my face. I was like, I don't mm -hmm. want it. He was like, it's smoked. I was like, all it's right. Smoked. What did he say to the to the old guys with the Garmin booth? 
So about the shoes. Oh, oh dude. This happened. So right after I go up to Doug, I said, What's going on with what's going on with Joel? And he looked at me and he goes, I tell you what he did to the Garmin guys. I was like, No. <laughs> so apparently Joel walked up to the Garmin guys in his no balances, just walked right up to him and he stuck his foot out and he pointed at his shoe and he's like, No balance. Awesome. And they like looked at the guy's shoes. He's like, Your shoes suck. And then he looks at the guy and he just gives him the chef kiss. He's like, Mwah! and just turns and walks away. I'm like, That's my president. That's my president. There was a lot of stuff like that, man. Saturday and Sunday was freaking packed full of that stuff. I mean, it was insane how many funny things happened at that show, including it was the fun uh, how many people like how many people came up for like the whole weekend. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like they were, you know, like my buddy Marty, like, you know, that was, uh, you know, Dude, he Marty, came Marty. up and just spent the entire weekend. It was awesome, man. Like that, that anyone does that. that. I think that's like, that's the beauty of this whole thing, man. We had so much fun. Oh, dude. It, and like, that's the thing, like getting to meet Marty and like talking fishing, but then like watching how enamored with the show he got. And then just like every couple of hours, like, oh, geez, I just blew another X amount yeah. of money. And I'm like, <laughs> And then you get the total from them at the end of the weekend. It's like, uh-huh. oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> well, dude, he's an animal. Just uh, running into, just running into people that you, you know, talked to or or met prior. I mean, the amount of new friends I made. But then you see them all weekend. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like you meet them once and then they're gone. You're like, I'll see you next year. I mean, just like, uh, you know, meeting Jesse in the um, Buckos booth. I mean, I bullshitted with yeah. him for a long time on Saturday. Like, super great dude. Um, I mean, Rory doing his whole thing. Um, Justin, you know, that was a big, big part of the weekend. A big part, huge big part, part of the weekend. Jordan, but then like uh, Jordan. Jordan, Jordan from St. Lawrence. He yeah, showed yes. me his, uh, he showed me his Pennsylvania muskies tag that he bought. Like, that's really cool. You know, just, uh, yeah. And getting to meet Craig Semra, like Craig, what a, what a great thing. I mean, I bullshit with him. I feel like uh, pretty often, but just to really hang with him all weekend and, get to talk with him and he does he does so much for that show too just like promoting stuff online oh yeah 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 that i just i don't know that that that's what made it really cool for me because then it's not like you know and then they have their stories they're telling from what shit that they've seen through the weekend and it's just yeah it's like a, a weekend at college or something <laughs> well, and, and i gotta i gotta say the the prices on beer really impressed me oh my god i find I'm- Southern tier IPA bottles for three dollars. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> yeah, we were getting like I was getting like uh, Labatt's for like two bucks, like all Labatt's, weekend. Yeah, I was like, why did I even? Because I, uh, you know, I actually bought beer to take with me for the show, and I like knowing like I wasn't going to drink my beer heavy, but like you know at night and stuff hanging out, I didn't even touch my. I brought a whole case of beer home. I was like, it's two bucks. This is great. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I just enjoyed when Nate pressured Justin into drinking a can of Icy Light. It was, it was so fully warm. at room warm. temperature. <laughs> it is his first Icy Light, and he'll never forget it. You and can just see that he it. powered through it, but he had regrets. As he, soon as I it took hit a picture. Looks. I seen the picture. picture. He, he was smiling. He looked, <laughs> he looked like he was being like it was ple- a pleasurable experience. And shout out to Katia for putting that beef jerky booth in direct eyesight of the bar. That was right. intentional. I feel like that was intentional. That's clutch. That's clutch. <laughs> the chick that was running the bar, she I was talking to Evan and she was like, excuse me. She's like, do they got elk jersey jerky over there? 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I'm having a conversation. And so I went over and I was like, yeah. She's like, I brought her a pack. She's like, no, I don't want links. I want like regular. And so I just kept going back and forth and I made a sale for the jerky people. There you go. Thank that you was, for your that service. Was done, that was done intentionally. <laughs> I was looking gift jerky in the mouth. <laughs> I didn't buy it for her. She paid me and I just was the courier. This is amazing. You buy jerky for people. Eight by the moonlights as, as, as a postmate. Evan looked at me like, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, I don't know. She saw my kind eyes and she said, I'm going to ask him. Kind eyes. I saw some I, on Saturday night. I saw some very unkind eyes from you. When? Do you want me to play the video? Should I play the video? <laughs> Which one is, is it? A... The Doug. No, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Doug one. I don't know how I got it, though. How did I get the video? I sent it to you, the whole chat group. Oh, shit. <laughs> I missed that. Are we I not allowed to talk on, about it? I just knew it was on my phone, and I was like, no, I don't care. It, it happened. People saw it. All right, I'm not going to play it. We were, might have... I'll tell you what, the seminars <laughs> certainly were crowded. Oh, man, dude, that first like, seminar for the doctors. Uh-huh. It was holy packed. crap. The whole, like... the whole freaking room was packed. Yeah, it was great. I've never seen that many people in a seminar. Yeah, I Ever. know. Nor yeah, normally there's like six people sitting around, maybe a dozen people listening. It, you know, I, I actually checked in on a, a number of them, and they were they were all pretty well attended. Yeah, that was a – I mean, that was a whole – whole thing and uh i did take some notes on some of those i didn't i'll be honest with you guys i didn't stick around for all of the whole seminar but i did take notes on each of those and i thought it was kind of interesting like like brian clark seminar for example like shout out brian clark like doing a seminar on modifying baits i thought was clutch because it wasn't just like a hey do this or do that like he got into the weeds on like how to modify some of these baits to catch more fish and talking about Marty, like Marty came out of that seminar and was like, dude, that was freaking awesome. Like I never thought in a million years to even try any of that stuff. So I don't know, like, and it wasn't just like a typical, like come fish with me or I do this or I do that or we troll or we cast or we do, you know, it was just kind of a very targeted thing. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Shout out to those guys that did. I know uh, the doctors did a great job there with their stats and all the work they're doing, but I know Vance had one on, I think his was actually on drift, drift fishing. Yeah. It was, I think it was drift fishing and then Brian did his, but they had that guide panel on Sunday too. I can't wait to share that clip. Did I tell you guys what I got one question from Zach during the guide panel? Did I tell you guys what I, what question I asked? No. I asked the guide panel what their footwear choice was. And I only did it because freaking I looked at Joel and Doug and they just looked so hungover at that point. I was like, I, some, we're going to get some life into these guys. And I like asked the question and Joel like literally did one of these things on the, he was like sitting there and he was just like, he like perked up and looked around and Zach's like, we'll go to Joel first on this one. It's so good. <laughs> he said two words, no balance. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, seminars were good though. I'm glad they did yeah. it that way. Awesome I, room. I listened to Katia trying to prep them to get up there. They were like, "What time is it?" She was like, "Now, now." <laughs> they had to like guide them over to that room. 
Don't you guys play a little hide and seek with an item throughout oh, the weekend? Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, the the musky banana. Soggy bottom banana. You made it sound like it was all weekend. I think it was in reality probably a ten minute period where that a banana was abused. Uh I would I would to be fair, I would say probably like forty minute window on Saturday night. Okay. Because my flight recorder was working on a different time frame at that point. It felt like it was ten minutes, but it could have yeah, been seven it, hours. It, it might have been an hour, but it was definitely not just ten minutes. It exchanged a lot of hands. And yeah, it went yeah. a lot of it went a lot of places. Yeah, it found itself in a lot of places. From my hand to Doug's lips. <laughs> yeah, that all oh, dude. I wish you guys could have seen that. That might have been every picture, every picture that was posted, you just saw it in the background. It wasn't like directly to the person yeah. you were taking a picture of. It was in the background somewhere. Yeah. I uh we, we Nate, you gotta tell whatever stories you have of that banana, but I will say this. I got that banana in the back of Zach Baker's hoodie and he looked at me and he's like, I got you good earlier. I can't remember. I can't remember. He got me good on something. I couldn't remember what it was, but he, he was like, I got you good earlier. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I just got you. And he's like, get the out of here. And like saying all this stuff. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I just got you. And if we're going back and forth, he turns around and grabs the banana out of his hood. I was like, this is so, I wish we had a banana at every event. It was brilliant. That was Dude, a Nate Bud brilliance. It's good to say Say less. That, that banana is so <laughs> sticky. Oh yeah. When, when I found it, I found it in my Big O's hoodie pouch, and I was like, "What is this?" It was like two <laughs> days after the the thing, and it's just this moist rubber banana that's covered in lint and like I think oh. chew, tobacco chew there and like so other many fluids on that thing, unknown substances. Yeah. <sighs> tell the tell the Doug part because I was there watching this transpire, and I almost had a heart attack. What part? Whenever Doug, so Doug was getting up in all of our faces, like all night on Saturday <laughs> night. Like when I say faces, I mean like nose touching nose. Like nose to oh, nose. Yeah. He chased me around a pillar. I've never been so frightened <laughs> in my life. I was just, go, I was just going out to find a. Because Doug doesn't know his own strength. Doug like is like, you know, he like picks you up and yeah, like by he the he, 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 he like me, puts you in a headlock head. and he'll like pick you up off the yeah, ground, lifting me off the ground. And, and it's like he doesn't realize how how strong he is. It's accidentally power bombs you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we were on the two ends of that pillar, and he was peeked over the one end, and I peeked out the other, and I had to like really skidoo to get around him. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know why he was in my face. He got, he got up face. in your face, and he he said a few choice words. I don't even remember what he said, but I. I can tell you what I'm banana. not gonna. I'm not gonna say what he said to you but it was along the lines of like it was like f you i hate you and, <laughs> and as he was saying it like nate takes that banana out of his pocket like literally taps him on the nose and just drags the banana from his nose like down across his bottom lip like as he was saying this like and his lip got caught on the banana so the lip like peeled over like and just stuck there and nate just he's like the whole time he's doing it he's like shh <laughs> He's shushing him. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> Mind seen. Mind you, Doug is like what, six foot four? Yeah, he looks like a Caucasian rock. The rock. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but then we the united man. forces and we sued the shit out of everybody. Oh, yeah. We stole we stole Owen's practice. We made our own. And we're yeah, we got the court dates till the end of time. Oh, 
are we are we actually allowed to share this video or is this something that we're not going to be sharing with people i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm not sure which video this is <laughs> all right i'm 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 freaking playing it right now you guys ready get ready hold on here it comes Did you guys actually hear? Like, everybody get to hear that? Oh, I can oh, hear yeah. that. Right, cool. it. Oh, there's a video. Nate's getting there. a cease and desist letter tomorrow. Yeah. Add it to the pile. <laughs> the best, the most, uh, the most immaculate thing. I mean, I don't even know if it's immaculate. Remarkable thing from the weekend is after that night in that state. Somehow I went back to a hotel room where my children and my wife were sleeping, did not disrupt anybody, and then woke up to work the show the next morning. So I don't know what happened, but it, I succeeded. All while, like, you left in the first place to grab something for Michonne and just never went back. I pulled a, I pulled a nick. He just Irish goodbye his wife <laughs> mid-need. Wait, what? You told me you're like uh, she told, sent me here to get something, but I ain't going back. That's what you said to me. Oh, that's how I ended up in the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what I was doing, but I made the most of it. <laughs> that's what I mean. That was how things were going. Anyway, what else? What else happened on Saturday? Because Owen, you got you were down there hanging out for a while too. I was, but I ended up getting to bed at a, at a relatively reasonable hour. I mean, I was, I was, I went to bed probably around midnight or so. I think, like, I wasn't, I wasn't out up at anything crazy. I don't know if you, I don't know what time you guys went to bed. There was a realization that you were at the bar and nobody knew it, and everybody noticed it at the same time. Like <laughs> somebody turned around and go, "Owen's right there," and then, and then there was like a that started a whole avalanche of bullshit because you were like present <laughs> and yeah when i when i like stumbled in my room i yeah i was like oh and did go to bed because there was just one um freaking southern tier bottle sitting in front of your bedroom door <laughs> well you like put it out for uh you know santa for, claus uh, <laughs> yes <yeah, stay there. laughs> oh yeah you, uh, we don't need to get any more stories of this but you actually did grab that bottle and took it back to the bar to dispose of it did Who? I? You, Napod did. I did? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, well. Because I remember we walked back in there and you're like, I'm going to drop this off. This was in front of Owen's room. Anyway, a, it doesn't matter. Such a steward of the environment. He did clean up multiple times. He had like cleaned stuff up and took oh, it somewhere. It, yeah. Yeah. You gotta, well, you got to keep the place looking nice. So I want to jump back here because we got into Saturday night. Like, Nick, how was your day on Saturday? Because Donnie hadn't been up there yet. And Ryan, I don't know that Ryan put his order in with Owen yet. Was That that might have been a Sunday thing. Uh, there was uh, Adam from Topline just, like, walked over and was like, these are for Ryan. And I'm like, Ryan's just, like, wandering around here. He goes, no, no, other Ryan. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're just like... Well, that's what Ryan, yeah, Ryan E was worried that I had paid top line Adam for it, 
and then because and I said, no, Nick grabbed him. And he was like, no, no, because I paid I paid Adam directly. I hope Nick yeah. didn't pay him, too. No, I I asked. I was like, "Do you do I owe you anything for these?" And he's like, "Oh no, 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 we're all square." So, Good thanks for watching over those boys because <laughs> yeah, we didn't know where they ended up at first. They exchanged a lot of hands. I had them at one point, and that, there was it's a big like chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> they come with a free balls? pair of big O's buck, or uh, earrings. Oh, you no, know what? I didn't send a pair of earrings. I would have been. I would wear them. I still could get them in. <laughs> That was the most shocking thing to me is like there was numerous dudes that were like, I could put these in. And I was like, yeah. I was shocked that she sold probably 20 to 20, like 20, 22 pairs of earrings, something like that. Nice. Is she going to venture into um, gauges and you're just going to use a split ring? <laughs> yeah, the, the the triple split rings. <laughs> just wedge it in there. Give me your size. That's uh, you need to bring that back to the Musky Max. That's what yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. She'll be selling them. Hundred percent. I can't I remember. I I mentioned to somebody. I was like, "You need like you know double tens for those," and they're like, "Oh, that wouldn't be too heavy." And I was like, "That seems absurdly heavy." I know. I gave Dee my the pair that I bought for her, and she loved them. But she nice. wants to get chartreuse ones because chartreuse is my favorite color. You can make that happen with a little with purple O's on it. Yeah, we do something Ooh. like that. I'd look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else on Saturday? Anybody, anything else going on Saturday? Um, I was excited. I got my buckos. Uh, I can't remember what he calls them, but it's jerk bait, diving rise. Hung out with bucko for a little while. Always He's fun chatting with him. Oh yeah. So nice. Like, I just feel like, Yeah. Like one of those guys that you're never gonna have like a bad time talking to. You know who else I talked to a lot was um Cody. That's the first time I ever really got to talk to Cody. Your uh, Cody Five, Coach oh, Champion, yeah, yeah. Coach Champion. No, but I mean, I talked with him a ton. I and him, there was a point where it was me, him, and uh, Marty, and it was like a real at the lore swap. Like we were like in the back, like like hidden away, and it was really enjoyable. It was like like a one of the best conversations I think I've had in a really long time for like with nothing. It was just really, really nice. He's oh, yeah. a great dude. I, uh, I shared a hotel room with Cody on Saturday night and I made the mistake not thinking that D and I booked that room with a single queen. I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be a couch there. No, there was just two little tea chairs, little chairs that you sit in and have tea. So, I slept on the floor Saturday night. That was that was fun. I could oh, not give Cody the bed. Cody? I wasn't gonna do that. No. But the funny there's a funny thing that did stem from that. My wife gets a phone call like the Monday or Tuesday after the show, and apparently they found a woman's black robe in our room. Which <laughs> I told the story in the chat, like she they explained it to Dan and she's like, Well, I'm pretty sure he didn't have a woman in the room, but I'll ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So she she tells me, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe it's a coat, maybe one of us left a shirt or something. So I asked Cody, he has no idea. I don't even remember seeing anything. I get this package in the mail, and sure enough, it's a women's large freaking bathrobe. <laughs> no idea where it came from. I ended up throwing huh. it out. 
today. I threw it away. So you could have like reenacted uh was that uh vacation uncle uh, or yeah. cousin yeah no I, yeah. I don't think it would have i'm a big boy i don't think i could have fit in that one but you don't tie it you just leave the front uh, open. i texted cody and i was like what happened after i left the room on sunday morning <laughs> he's like did you have his exact quote to me was did you have a wild woman in the room on saturday night i was like no i did not i absolutely did not but thanks for asking anyway sorry yeah, it was yes. great seeing Cody. Then he came to the lure swap too. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. I had to give him his uh his basket. Oh yeah, he won that basket from uh from the from the horse chili folks, angels. from the horse chili women. That was the other thing I guilted him into doing that raffle. <laughs> he said it. He said Ryan left me hanging. He he, I, led, uh, he led me there, and then he left me there, and then he but he won that basket full of uh. You can, lead, you can lead a horse to water and Bovine certainly win a raffle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A dick. But I delivered it to him to the, at the lure swap. Let's, uh, let's, what else do we have? Cause I want to, I want you guys to go through your, your hall real quick for New York, but I don't want to like, there was so much stuff that happened at the show and it was like, no. super enjoyable. Like we all had so much fun. Like, I can't even overstate that. Like it, it really, for me, it was like a weekend I needed to get away and to hang out with you guys and just like drink beers and spend money on stuff I don't need. Like it was, it was a very welcomed thing for me. So I don't know what else closing comments about New York, anything else happened and then get into your halls. Well, I was say Donnie keeps bugging in and out. He's his things not working. He said, but um, him, him arriving with Don senior, like a fucking baseball closer coming in at the last minute. And the harassment they gave to the ticket collector on those, <laughs> on those. So they bought, there was like a last minute raffle. They're only selling 20 tickets and you got $200 credit to any booth. And Donnie and, and Don senior got their tickets. And every time that poor dude walked by, they're like, did you draw them yet? They harassed the shit out of him until he came back and drew the ticket right in their face. Like I'll just draw it here. And then he drew their name. They won. I mean, what a great, it's like, <laughs> Friggin' closer in baseball came in, shut it down. He goes, Don Senior is just like thoroughly entertaining. Every interaction I've ever had with them, it's just enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, just brings were... a great energy to everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was it was awesome. I believe I believe your people call call it jagging. He's he's a big fan Jag- of jagging. Big he's fan of jagging. Caught him jagging. <laughs> I uh, he took a picture of us at Owen's booth. For those of us that didn't Irish goodbye, he took he took a picture of us. But before he took that picture, he took a Don Senior selfie just for me. It's, it's an amazing. amazing selfie. It's an amazing selfie. What a smile on it. Was that it guy. intentional? Oh yeah, yeah, it was intentional. <laughs> he did it intentionally just for me. Excellent. Yeah, th- shout out to God for giving us Don Senior. All right, let's. Uh, any other closing comments about New York other than great job, Zach and Katia? What a freaking fun weekend that was. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, some of us walked away with the lung herps. It was a great, you know, that's when you know it's a great event. <laughs> yeah. A lot of All trench right. warfare. 
let's start with I want to jump out to Ryan because you got you had talked to Owen and this is like honestly this is a thing right because like we've all had people reach out to us about getting baits and stuff at shows right and sometimes it's like really hard to be able to like focus and get this and Owen took the time and whoever else helped out took the time to make sure you got your list so that's a super cool thing that happens and I want to We'll start with you. What what did you end up with from the New York Muskie Expo? Did a little uh, recon from the beginning just to make sure uh, I could get a couple items. So like Nick said, I reached out to Adam. Hey, doesn't matter. Whatever. After the show, you can grab them. And he's like, no, pick out what you want. And I was like, sweet. So I let him know. I said, if they're available, cool, I'll take those. So he put those aside for me. So that was really cool. I appreciated that from Adam. Were, were those two dipsticks? Yes, those were the, the mini dipsticks, two of the smaller dipsticks. And then um, Owen pulled through and uh, went over the Leela booth and got me one of those, the smaller jammers. So I'm excited about that. Those arrived this uh, just the other day. Actually, yesterday they arrived. So everything came in good order. And then uh, Brady took care of me as well at Bam Bam. Uh, I got a, quite a few baits from him and some weights and a koozie. So he sent me a koozie, so which was cool. Um, and then Owen's got his new hoodies out. Got a couple of those, one for me, one for Lynn. So excited about those. Those turned out really well. So I think I got everything I wanted. You guys didn't have to do too much, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think if I was there, I would have spent more than than I did at Max last year. I could guarantee that. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was a lot of things, and I know you guys picked up some good good stuff too. And I was like, "Shit, if I was there, I don't know. I got this trip coming up. I might have just spent that." But overall, it was good. Everything arrived into Washington, so I know probably none of those baits are out here. So it'll be cool to to have a good, good season. You, you're gonna get a chance to actually fish them here shortly, right? Yeah, they're already uh, they're already in boxes in my suitcase, ready to go when we fly out on Thursday. Nice. So I'm excited. Excited for you, man. That's going to be awesome. What what well, timing? Thanks. What timing on that one? Man? Oh, it's fresh, perfect. Fresh pile of baits to go fish with right away. You know, yeah, even the uh, first the TSA the, agent. Well, you already put it in, didn't you? You already gave him the hint. Yeah. Just cavity search. They're gonna. Now, did you take hook, Did you take hooks off of anything, or did you just just put everything in planos and? As long as they're in your checked luggage you're fine you don't have to take the hooks off okay so i take reels we don't have to worry about rods or anything like that so we're good also what's packed is that uh secret hunk uh top line twitch bait so that might get bit this this upcoming week nice i've been uh wetting my whistle on the the one i got but i haven't haven't got any takers yet oh you've been out throwing it already oh yeah Oh, this, this, is a, this is a competition, sneaking, boys. Sneaking out there. What is this? I haven't even. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right. What? So what else here? So you're you're getting ready to leave for your trip. So that's great. Uh, anything else from? I guess you weren't at New York, but is there anything else you heard from New York that we wanted to talk about? No, I think everything was good. I think it sounded like everybody had a good time and it worked out really well. So I appreciate you guys taking care of me and and Greg, Adam, 
and Brady taking care of me as well. So I appreciate that. I'd like to know what your thoughts were seeing those texts run in friggin' hours in different time zones and half the people were drunk, half aren't. It that probably was a mess. Well, it was bad as you guys were sending texts when I was just getting ready to go to bed. So I need <laughs> three hour time difference. <laughs> it was late. Oh yeah. There we don't discriminate. We want to make sure everybody gets to know what's going on in that text thread. I'm always caught off guard when Ryan like responds to something that like at like 6 a.m. our time. I'm like, why? Why in the world? Get up at three o'clock for work. Sucks sometimes. <laughs> Living on East Coast time. Let's yeah. let's jump over to Nicholas then. So Nick, what was your haul like for New York? Are you allowed yeah. to talk about it? Yeah, it was pretty extensive. You, I just want to point this out. You would, you refused to do a what's in what's in your bag with me. I, well, I think when you asked me that, I only had like a partial bag. Oh, okay, like it wasn't the full bag. So what was in so your bag? So I got three Leelas, two of the little uh-huh. six-inch guys, and a nine-inch. Ooh. And then I got the, I think it's a six inch bucko, the smallest bucko, uh, dive and rise he makes. Yeah, that's the six incher. Yeah. And then I got uh, a creeper from Topline because the one he he sent us one last year, and uh, I just love the sound of it. Yeah. And then what else did I get? I got. Uh, a Shaw's mini meatball, and I got one of the new super shallow full size meatballs, and I got a small Bam Bam. Oh, I did get I got one of the Bucko uh, little bass size pull baits too. I got one of those too. Yeah, Nick, yep. Nick, that creeper from Adam at Topline. He only made what three or four of those, so that's a I think he had six there, but yeah, not a lot, but yeah, pretty, I mean, I think it was 75 bucks or something like that. Not pretty for what it is. I I don't know. I'm excited. That's a super cool haul. I always love that you get like a couple oddball baits in there too. You know, you're not just like the standard, like I have a standard, you guys know I'm going to end up with this. Nick's always a wild card. Yeah, he's get like, weird with it. It will get mm-hmm. weird. All right, who wants to go next? Owen, you want to go next with your haul? Yeah, sure, sure. <clears throat> I uh, I stuck to stuck to my plan pretty pretty well. I got a uh, bucko. I got a the medium or the eight inch bucko, uh, which I'm a big fan of. Haven't thrown it yet, but uh, got a mini jammer from Greg in. I don't know what I would call that kind of a crackle, but that's the one Ghost. that is a glow. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I got one of uh top line Adams, new flat sided twitches, uh, which I'm a big fan of, um, which I'm excited for. He says that this is going to have a little bit wider of a wobble than the uh, than the Twitch that I, I currently use and I love. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. 
I broke down and kind of went off the list and picked up another Raptor, as I think I was saying before my before we got on the air. Todd's paint jobs this year, man, have just honestly the 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 paint job here, the Redwood Ranch got me. So I got a soft tail Redwood Ranch Raptor there. I uh, picked up a Wally Pog Nimmer Lures. I'm excited about that. I uh, got the like kind of a bright green frog color. Uh, I picked up a Glowfin, a mini Glowfin, and I bought one of the painted Bowfins. Um, you should see these things. I mean, these like the paint that this guy did. It's um, I think I think Brady said it was somebody out in like maybe indiana or something like that out in the midwest that does the painting and it's it's really pretty intricate so uh pretty excited about that let me see what else picked up a perch bait uh i think that, that pretty much does swap? it was the perch bait from the swap or no that was from jojo's okay booth. uh so i i think it is a it looks like it's pretty pretty new. Uh, I mean, it might have been run a little bit, but it looks pretty much brand new. Um, yeah, I think that. Oh, a bunch. Of, I I bought. I got some barbarian braid, uh, which I'm a huge fan of. I've already, you know, used it in the past when Rob Plocky uh, gave me some. So I bought two more spools of that. Uh, that about covers it for me. That's that's a good haul there for New York, yeah. particularly like, like when you're like managing a booth, you know, like you have to worry about all your stuff too. Yeah, I mean that's where I kind of knew I wanted one thing from each booth. Like I wasn't going and buying twenty things from every, every booth, so I wasn't like I don't have to go spend a, a shitload of time at a booth. You know what I mean? I'm pretty good at picking out what I want. I like bright colors, you know, so I'm I'm usually going for the the bright clowns the the pinks chartreuse and oranges so not the stuff that necessarily goes first i would say yeah that's cool so we have yeah, i'm happy with it man so nate or swinky because swinky i want to come back to you you got you got kind of dropped off there talk about your experience going up with don senior on sunday nate kind of uh touched on your big your big raffle win there you want we'll, we'll just jump over to swinky next we'll come back to nate bud yeah um so me, my dad and i came up early sunday morning uh we left my house at five in the morning we got there around seven thirty, and it just so happened it, it was perfectly timed that like i was walking into the show you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and as i walked to the door of the hotel uh nate's walking out carrying a bag of <laughs> clothes or something i guess to his car and he just looked he looked a little rough and i forgot I, about that <laughs> yeah it was just it was absolute perfect timing not planned i hadn't talked to him here he was he was just walking out of the out the door as i was walking in and i believe i said uh how did it go last night and i'm pretty sure his response as he looked up to me uh was they're all crazy and then he continued <laughs> to walk towards his car. <laughs> that was my first interaction with Nate. And my first interaction of the show, actually. 
but yeah, uh, it's Sonny, so true. It's so be, true. Before you get started, I I, I I forgot something. I wanted to bring it up, and it was because it might be my sleeper pickup from the from the weekend. And if I could if I could throw this one up there, that is what talent a BNN talent Twitch. Um, you know I'm a big Twitch guy. And this one just, I don't know what it is, man. And shout out to Bob and Nick because it's like a pink lemon. I think they call it a pink lemon head. Okay. Um, Bob and Nick, man, they just put out really good baits. You know, I feel like in their price point is so, so much more reasonable than most of the other places. I, I feel like, you know, kind of their baits get overlooked because they're not, these super super expensive baits you know i mean this bait was 25 bucks it's just so impressive too they're all through wire they're and they're hitting like every single show yes and they cover every like you know they have a four four and a half inch you know that like Mm -hmm. the the little shad bait going up all the way to the yeah ripping minnows and the 15 inch deep threats and they do like a 21 inch deep threat or something crazy like that you know so i don't know i just i didn't want to leave that one out because you know i I spent some time talking to bob who's one of one of my favorite characters in the in the industry just you know just a really neat guy who they're doing it for the right reasons you know knowing they're not they're not they're not becoming millionaires doing this they're just really enjoying themselves so shout out to bob and nick from bnn customs Back to Swinky, sorry. So I don't know. Yeah, we got in there uh, Saturday morning and uh, or Sunday morning rather, and uh, all you guys were working your way out into the show. I was hanging on the floor there by Big O's uh, as everyone kind of started meandering down in. Well, I met some of you guys for breakfast, I guess, there uh, and got to see talked to a few people. Then I got inside and was hanging out with Owen and everybody. And when the show started, uh, I I wasn't really, well, I walked straight over to Evan's booth because he had uh, a few baits set aside for me because uh, (laughs) Ryan, I guess we could tell this story real quick. So Saturday was my daughter's birthday, which was why I wasn't coming up till Sunday, right? Everybody, I think, knows that by now if you've listened to the old podcast. But uh, so at about 8 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, Ryan Reed, I'm, I'm getting ready for the party, doing things around the house, whatever, with my wife and my daughter. And my phone rings, and it's Ryan Reed FaceTiming me. So, you know, naturally I, I answer, of course, because I know this must be important. And it's Ryan Reed at the uh, Shaw's Bait Company booth, kind of uh, virtual shopping for me for my meatballs and mini meatballs. And the look of disgust I got from my wife's face <laughs> as she was standing in the room. And, I, <laughs> and I'm uh, telling Ryan which meatballs I want. I and <laughs> it was just it was perfectly timed. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> we hung up, and she's just like, "Really, really, you need that many more baits?" And I'm just sitting there thinking, I was like, that's just the Evans booth. Like, you have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like felt bad because I was like texting you, 
And Charlie goes, just call him. And I was like looking at the clock and I'm like, we're going to do a FaceTime right now. I'm just going to run him by and he can just tell me what baits to set aside. It's going to be great. And it worked good, but I, I could feel the tension. Because <laughs> you no, even said, perfect, you're, like, but... you're like, we're uh, we're just starting to set up here. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I have this laundry list of shit that my wife has for me to do. i just starting to get moving. And now I was, uh, you know, virtually at the Muskie show shopping at Evan's booth. But it worked. We I do got what my it meatballs. takes. Yep. So I went over to Evan's booth first and picked up my meatballs. And uh, and my minis, and then uh, I walked back over, and uh, Zach had the uh, $25 Fire Tiger deal going on, Uh, but there was a line over there, and I, you know, that's where I was just kind of hanging out. I didn't rush over there, Uh, but the line worked through. I was hanging at Owen's booth, and I looked over, and I could see there was just a couple more baits uh, still sitting on that table, so I, I walked over towards Zach's booth. And by the time I got across, uh, there were there were three baits there. But by the time I got there, one guy walked up and bought the other two. So there was just one left. The very last one of Zach's $25 Fire Tiger deal was sitting on the table. And I picked that up. Uh, and then I grabbed another baker off of him. I think like a, uh, a blue shad pattern. And uh, both five inches. And then from there, like you said, I went over to the Boss Shad booth and uh, did a little damage over there. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't go too crazy. Ryan was lure shaming me there right out of the bat, right oh, out I was, of the gate. But... I might even have lure shamed you that day. Like as yeah. you walk I back. Mean, from I, only the... bought, I only bought four baits. I didn't go that crazy. That but two good. of his sevens. I said I was going there to get his uh, – you know, shallow sevens, but he only had uh, one color left, and it was one that I already had. So uh, I ended up buying two more deep sevens instead because, you know, I needed those. But uh, <laughs> And then uh, the uh, – I think we talked about these last week too, but his new jerk bait that he made, I don't know what he calls Kingpin. it. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I ended up picking up two of those. I was checking them out, and of course, uh, you know, I'm talking to Kevin Goldberg, and he pulls out his phone. He's like, yeah, check it out. They work. He's like, I caught two yesterday on the way up here. I stopped at a creek, and he's just like, shows me these two pictures, bait hanging out of its mouth, and I'm like, well, yeah, now I guess I got to buy them, right? (laughs) I didn't see those. What What do they look like? Kind of like a minnow bait. But yeah, that is soft tail. Yeah, it kind of looks like it. You know, it has the kind of the same shape as his minnow bait, but like if it was, you know, cut off, like squared off at the end, and then with a soft tail on it. Uh, but it looks pretty neat. I didn't get to fish it yet, obviously, but according to Kevin, it has a real like slow rise and said it's. Uh, should be pretty good for cold water so i'm looking forward to trying it out they look good and you guys know i'm a fan of paul's stuff so i figured uh i'd like to give him a shot yeah did you try and get kevin to sell you the ones that he caught the fish on i didn't even think of that i should have i did buy the exact like pattern that he had hanging out of that fish's mouth use them as like a 
a fortune teller. Which one feels yeah. good to you? But yeah, I bought that one. That one will remain unspoken. And a uh, fire tiger. So I will say I got to have a few different conversations during the lore swap and the show. That lore swap was clutch for just like hanging out, talking to people. I got to talk to Kevin for a while, uh, just about everything. And then I had a nice conversation with him about the Bosch had 10 inch minnow and got some really good like tips and tricks from him. Like that's a, dude, that's a cool thing. Having like guys like Kevin at those shows and you get those opportunities to have those discussions. And I'm sure Swinky, like I'm sure that bait will get bit. Oh yeah. It's, it's going to work. I, l- I really like the looks of them. The hell was that? Yeah, what was that? That's my diabetes meter going off. I got a little high sugar right now from the Michelob. Ruh-ruh. So, I that was a Fine. score update. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's on the clock? Well, I just saw the. Yeah, I can't believe they're that deep into overtime right now. Oh wow! It yeah. depends. Uh this is. Uh, I don't know. We're not going to get into it. But who else? Who else we got here? Nate Bud. What was your? Uh, oh, wait, Donnie. Donnie. Donnie, do you have anything else? Sorry. Sorry, Gary. Well, yeah. I mean, I, uh, what else? So I hit up Owen, obviously, and, uh, picked up a few of his new, what, what is it? Owen, is it a nine, eight with the trailer? Blade? Nine, eight. Is that it? Yeah. Nine, eight combo with the, with a, with the trailer blade. Yeah. So I picked up a few of those and some assorted colors and, uh, Stopped at Brady's booth and I got two of his uh, smaller uh, bowfins. Bowfins, and uh, and then I won the raffle for the two hundred bucks and uh, got two chaos down rods with my two hundred buck uh, would have show money raffle winning. So I was really pumped about that. Would you pick uh, for like rod size for that? Seven footers, yeah. seven foot heavies. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to use those as my new down rods this year, and uh, I think they should work well. You could have had the Baker Bait charcuterie board, but you were just playing. Yeah, I know. That would have been really nice for all your meats. You got muted. All right. <laughs> and I'm also confused that we have two Nates, too. I just want to point this out for anybody that is not on this podcast directly, that Donnie's name in zoom is actually nate well, i had to change mine from wilma finger do so <laughs> all right let's go back nate bud what else what did what did you end up with at the show oh real quick brett wingfield is the guy who painted brady's bam bams okay okay good to, know. good to know um well i mean even though i went through all my muskinomics to about how i was going to budget for the show i it, it totally failed me so I, but a bunch of baits, I didn't, they were more, they were not as expensive as I thought because I was looking at Canadian prices. So that enabled me to just, instead of saving my money, just buy more. So I bought a, um, I bought a plow from, was that Jojo's? Jojo. Yep. Yeah. So I bought a, a big old plow. Um, I got a Lila Lore, the one I lost sleep over, the exact one I wanted. It's like a, crappy colored um six inch bucko bait i got a glow a mini glow fin as well 
Um, I did. I got one of the twenty-five dollar bakers, which I was pumped for. Um, mini meatball, it's my first. I'll never forget it. Um, Leo brought me. Um, I was buying shit on his Instagram, like an idiot, like months before the the bait. He's like, "I'll just bring it to New York for you." So, picked up my Mag Mojo from him, and then I bought um one of the flat sided um top line twitches and also one of his cranks and i think that's it oh and then i bought a jointed which was a this was a cool moment also from the lore swap um rich newman it's named rich right but uh um, yep, so. yeah i mean like i i had just found that old pamphlet from the um Three Rivers Musky from like 1995 or something in my in an old book that my um, Mr. Munzik gave me, and he was in it for catching a 50 inch at Lake Arthur, and so I I bought a um, jointed perch bait from him, and somebody told me, oh that's you know who that is that's that's the guy, so I went over and bullshitted with him and like told him about that article, and he's like oh he's like he was he seemed really thankful I brought it up and like somebody was talking about this fish he caught so long ago. I was like, it's good to know Lake Arthur sucked back then too. And, you know, we, was la we were laughing about it, but that was a really just cool moment. Um, there was a lot of PA guys there too, that we were hanging out with. Shout out George McGrady. Shout, Shout out George McGrady. I know. I had a blast with friggin' George. Oh yeah, dude. That was fun. <laughs> George McGrady. Yeah. Bill Brasky. But that was, that was good. And yeah. Rob, you mentioned earlier, but yeah, they're a bunch of PA guys. But no, that was my bait haul. That's super cool. We did yeah. get uh, we did get to do a couple of what's in your bags. Not many. We did a couple. We probably maybe five, six ish. So that's pretty cool. We won't have the audio for this podcast, but I'm gonna use it for my video. <laughs> All right, what else? What else on New York here? Anything? What'd you get? I was I was gonna skip. I um I guess I'll run down through real quick. Uh biggest thing to keep in mind is like I with some of these vendors going to New York like Evan and Leo, that's pretty much like just dictates what I'm gonna buy. Like you guys know this. I'm not I'm not as adventurous as Nick and you know I just I keep to my staples. So I actually had I picked up uh, quite a few bakers, actually. Um, when I say quite a few, I mean like seven, or I got like three seven, seven and a halfs, and I think that five, the hunks skunk pattern, and that five inch. And then Leo had an order for me that I just decided to do, just like my D's perch stuff, you know, like random jerkbait, hook sharpener, mag mojo. I got a uh, chartreuse belly D's perch mojo which i think is gonna fire too um and then i got some evan stuff you know evan was like the main booth i wanted to go to got my got my couple of miners couple of mini meatballs uh, and then from there it was kind of you know ended up with one top line crank thanks to adam um really looking forward to, to running that one that was probably i would say my regret from the new york muskie expo is probably the fact that i stuck to my staples and didn't get outside the box and maybe, you know, go after uh, a Leela or, 
you know, another top line um, or, you know, take a look at maybe like a Mortimer or something like that. Um, just a little different outside the box, you know, type thing. You guys you know, we talked about like how we're running baits, like, you know, Swinky, you're going to run 90%, you know, your staple baits more than likely. And then yeah, kind of, you actually just reminded me though, I did get a uh, switch bait from top line too. I forgot okay. about that. Shout out to Adam. I got the, I didn't realize it, but I got the exact same model and color that Owen got. So mm -hmm. hopefully that one's going to work. Obviously it caught us both. So it's a good start. That's awesome. That's probably my regret though, is maybe not going outside the box. And I do think if like Leo and Evan weren't there and I, I, I had already committed to going on the bakers. Like I was going to get those regardless, but you know, I think I would have probably went outside the box a little bit more. And I was, to be honest with you guys, I was trying to pay attention to my budget on this one more so than, than anything else. Wow. I just got that score update. Holy crap, dude. That's unbelievable. Wow. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, just real quick. I want to cover the, 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 uh, the lore swap. You guys have a minute to talk about the lore swap. Just give us a quick recap. Not I, right now because I got to Google the score update since you didn't tell me and you just said, holy crap, wow. So I, I think the Chiefs just scored a game-winning touchdown. There's three seconds left. No, it's, it's overtime. Oh, it's over? Yeah, it's overtime. <laughs> oh. They won. Well, well, you got that's that's, the that's a final. That's a final. I was cheering for Kansas City the whole time anyway. <laughs> Taylor Swift, let's go. Anyway, the lure swap. Lure swap. Most, most lure excited swap. about this pickup I got from Team Bang and Bottom, Leo Jerkbait. Seems extra heavy, but I got to test that out. And I'll say, oh. I won the lure raffle. Picked up uh, DK Subban in the lure raffle. Look at you. Uh, and then I good. just uh, sold a bunch of baits. Draft picks in. Sorry, dude. I can't control it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So how was the turnout? Everything was the same. Same venue and everything this year. Warrendale. Yep. Like. I feel like the turnout was a little bit less than last year, but still, it was still, you know, a full crowd. I would say there was a significant amount of people, but not as many sellers this year. Yeah. Uh, so it was Probably interesting. There was a lot more uh, shoppers than sellers. It was definitely a seller's market. That uh, explains why you guys all did good selling your baits. I oh, didn't Donnie, bring any. Donnie didn't even bring any baits. I know Nate did that, right? Baits. Yeah, I sold a couple, which I was surprised. I didn't think I'd sell anything, but yeah, uh, Aaron was buying shit from my Instagram story. We struck it. We struck it. Just trying to put his crap in my my bag. Yeah, Nick was just giving out freebies, door prizes. That's the time, late in the evening. This is the same box of baits that he's had for the last seven years. This was there were some freshies uh, had, in this this assortment. 
You got Nick freshies. Got right at, as soon as I got through the door, because Nick had the prime location too, right? Right, set up right at the door so that he could leave without saying goodbye to people. Like yeah. it was almost like it was planned. I got Donald that plan, the corner man. of the table closest to the door. <laughs> but, so as soon as I so, came in, so Donnie walk in. I said, "There's my sucker." Yep, he saw me coming. Laid a couple Bosch ads out on the table, and there I go, right, right out of the gate. Nick got me. Are you and Josh? Yeah, I was actually pissed because he got the mud puppy one that I was gonna, I was gonna buy that one, but then I felt bad. and you lose. Yeah, he was holding it, so that's all right. I'll just make him bring it on my boat. That boy got to have a reunion with Doug. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. They they had a moment together. I didn't see that. I had a moment with Netboy. (laughs) Netboy had a moment with everybody. He loved it. He freaking he couldn't wait. It's a national treasure. He couldn't. Can I talk about my moment with Netboy? Yeah. Sure. When so Nate. Speaking of which, I think he was hanging out with the Bang and Bottom guys, and Netboy. A.K.A. Nate's dad <laughs> says, says to me, uh, he's like, I need you to do me a favor and keep an eye out on Nate and let me know if you catch him wearing his hat backwards or wearing them Crocs. <laughs> I started cracking up and I was like, well, I've never seen him wear Crocs, I don't think, but. I've definitely I narked him right out. I threw him right under the bus. I was like, he definitely wears his hat backwards. And I'm gonna get you, you know, photographic evidence of that. Like so, he's doing right now. Yeah. Go I ahead. already took a screenshot of this podcast tonight. But yeah, I hate you, Dad. I started laughing and and, I, and then I realized that he wasn't joking at all. No, he's dead fucking serious, and I don't get why. He hate he hates he, you know, they put a brim on it to keep this shit out of your eyes. You're not supposed to wear them backwards. He says stuff like, you ever see Kenny Pickett wear it backwards? Yes, there are 5,000 images, if you search Kenny Pickett, of him wearing it backwards. I'll tell why you. Why do you even pick Kenny Pickett as an example? Like, I don't even know. I'll tell pick you. A win- pick a winner, you know? Oh, he, he's never <laughs> once uh, said anything about wearing my hat backwards. No, because he loves you. <laughs> I drag Nate and I jag each other so much that one day he was like, I think my dad likes you more than he likes me. I don't think. I know it. He said it. He just said some shit today. I, oh, when I told him that you were going to sit sit, dry, sit in the backseat of the car while we drive around the south side and he tells stories. Yeah. He, he's, no I, there's, there's just something about Ryan Reed. I just really <laughs> like about him. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Because he doesn't of, wear his hats backwards. <laughs> that's for... He does. He's doing it also. <laughs> I don't I don't, see that. I don't get what his thing is. I have no is, idea what you're talking no, about. No, I'm, ta- I'm taking a picture of Ryan wearing his hat, and I'm sending it to my dad. You can send it right now. It's, he won't care. He won't care. I know. He, he will not care. He'll be like, look at that impressive red beard. I know he told me, because I wear my hat forward, and he said, he goes, I could tell you're a, you're a good young man. You know how to wear a hat. <laughs> you're not wearing his like gay crocs. Son. I like my my disappointment of his son over there. (laughs) Listen, this is this is something I'm going to chase for the rest of my life is never never reaching that standard that he wants. 
he uh he was a professor at the university i went to and i took his class i was like it was like his last year of teaching i was like i'm gonna do this this is like <laughs> i could say i had my dad as a professor holy shit was he hard on me and he'd be like he doesn't know how to use technology or anything so he'd be like um boy in the back come here i need you you know tell hell to switch up the vga cables and stuff and he, i'd be like down there like doing he's like i don't know what i'm doing you're a fucking professor like how don't you know what you're doing but he, I would write these papers that would be masterful. And he'd be like, C plus. Like, you didn't even read it. My, my mom's like, David, this is a good paper. And he's like, not good enough. Not good enough for me. And like, you're an asshole. Well, he's not. I take that back. He's, he's just net boy, being net yeah. boy. He's my favorite, Bozinski. <laughs> I'm telling he's my daughter. my favorite, Bozinski. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, he, had a, a, he had such a good time that he's re-upping Muskie's Inc., which he swore he never would do. He's going to he's gonna up a membership at the um, at the Muskie Max, and he's he, he wants to buy a banquet ticket right away. There we go. He's, we got he's one. Hooked. That reminds me, if I could continue with my conversation with uh, the legend, that boy. One of the other things he told me was that uh, – he used to go to the tournaments, the club tournaments, way back in the day, before there was money involved. And he said, once, once they started giving away money, that's when it all went to shit. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Dude, I did. It did sound interesting. It sounded like back then they would give away like, you know, yeah. about gift cards and stuff like that. For and I mean, I, the thing is, I think there's, there, I'm sure there's something to that, but it's just wild to think about. Like he was like. It's like it was it was all for fun back then for the most part. And then when money got involved, people yeah. started acting like jerks. And, you know, it's yeah. just pretty odd to even think that they would have had tournaments where there was no money involved, you know. Dude, you can really get him going on it. Because that's one of the reasons why we didn't never signed up for it. I mean, he really bad mouthed Muskie Inc. I mean, he didn't realize he didn't realize the scope of what it was. And he said back then, too like all the money would just go to the national chapter. It wasn't really being kept locally or anything. I mean, whether that's true or not, I don't even know, but I mean, that's at least what the perception was. And then once the, you know, money prizes started coming out, he was like, that's it. He's like, people just changed and it was real weird, which I understand, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's a hot I, topic for him. I just found it enjoyable that him and Donnie immediately bonded over, you know, being, me and Beaver County boys. Did you say bashing me? <laughs> that too. Forward hat wearing. They they had a quick like Red aside. And they were like, Nate left Beaver County. That's why I hate him. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we talked about. Uh, you can leave Beaver County, but it never leaves you. Started getting influenced by those city folk, and <laughs> next thing you know, he's wearing his hat backwards. Walking around in clogs. He told me he doesn't like drinking the discharge water from the nuclear plant. <laughs> That's why I don't love him anymore. These are uh, all things that can happen to you if you decide to go to a Muskie Zinc Lorsaw. <laughs> you can meet and have a you conversation with Netboy. You got the, not just Netboy, but you got, you know, sometimes. Swink Senior shows up there too. Yeah. What a what an amazing think about that for a second. You have Don Swink Senior, you have 
Big Dave and Joel Morrow in the same room. That's a last year. Last year, Don Senior showed up and was like moving baits for me. He was just high pressure sales of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was glorious. As long as you don't have a, uh, you know, a reserve price, yeah. we'll get rid of it for you. I can promise you that. It's perfect. Make sure you come home with an empty bucket. <laughs> he has no idea what the value of any of those lures are either. So, like, you could, he could get some deals if he starts slinging them. It's all right. It sounds like you you guys had a good one though. At least uh, that was a good start to our our chapter meetings. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good, uh, good spirits. People were pretty cheery, and you know there was a like real, <laughs> a real like bashful mentions of the New York show. Nobody <laughs> really wanted to get into anything, <laughs> which was kind of amazing. You know, Joel Joel would not give me a fist bump. He would only give me a high five, and then like we high fived over somebody's wife, and he was like high five. <laughs> I was like, okay, Joel. <laughs> We high fived over somebody's wife. He said, "That would happen." I don't know. I like was like, "Okay." Is that called the Eiffel Tower? No, that kind of make it weird. Yeah, there was so many weird things. One night in Warrendale. From the swap, uh, that's that's worth noting. I think is that like you know Leo was there selling. You know, brand new Leos and stuff. You know, the Bang and Bottom guys were there with them. Uh, Evan, same thing. He was there selling, you know, some of the stuff he had left over from New York. He had some miners, some meatballs. Uh, I picked up a few more mini meatballs, if I'm being honest. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, again, like, you know, people have trouble getting those, especially Evan's beads. Like, you can't just get those all the time, so. You know, that was an opportunity to just walk into the swap and, and buy baits from Evan and Leo that uh, a lot of people don't get that chance very often. So it's pretty still, cool. I still say that, you know, the swap's like one of my favorite events of the year. It's just a nice, like, laid back environment. And just have a good time. Yeah, it was a watch, total bummer. Total bummer. I get emotional, emotionally damaged by his dad. <laughs> I was super bummed out, man. I at at first I was like, well, it is what it is. Can't go sick. Can't show up there and make everybody else sick. But then I was like, it's fine. It's cool. I got to go to New York. And then like, I'll be honest with you guys. Friday night, I was I missed it so bad. I was just sitting here like, oh, this is this like the one night you get to go and hang out at the club. And just be with everybody and like swap it. It doesn't, you don't even have to buy anything. You go there for the people, you know, like that's what it's all about. I was just kind of like sitting around, like bummed out, but I'm glad you guys got to have a good time. Seemed like yeah, it was it, a good event. Yeah. And some, I mean, Cody came in. He said that's a two hour drive for him. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. And um, Keith was there and it was cool to kind of say what's up to him. Um, Brendan Reefer. Like I'd never met a, a bunch of these guys and, it was cool to just run into them and real, you know, real briefly. And, but I don't know. It got me pumped up for the max too. Cause you know, it's all the people you're going to run into there. And I don't know, musky off seasons or an on season. That's what I was like all amped up. Cause uh, <laughs> Rob Blocky and I swapped uh, 
I had a Lake X Fat Bastard. We traded. He had a Conklin glitch. Favorite uh, glide baits. That. Rob giving out stickers. <laughs> yeah. I forgot they said. I don't know where I put that. Yeah. Oh, here it is. <laughs> he was like, I think people think I'm selling these because I'm just trying to give them out. <laughs> Born oh, to I fish, forced selling. to work. <laughs> I didn't know he was giving them away for free. Yeah, he just yeah. To see, nobody do. He's like, I'm just, he's like, I'm just trying to give them out. That's what I just need to find like a good thing to put all my stickers on. Because I'm like, I don't know, weird about putting them on the car. I got a, quite a few stickers from New York. Actually, I didn't realize how many. I don't even know where I got them. Somehow I got like. Four or five Baker stickers. I'll, I'll tell you guys that story after. Save one <laughs> of them for me. I I got you. All right. I wish Adam Topline Adam. I guess they don't make stickers in Canada. No, Leela got them, so I don't know what Adam, Adam's problem is. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. All right. Just what shaggy. else? What Just else shaggy. do you guys? What else do you guys have from the Swapper from New York? I think that's it. Just gotta wish Ryan E. Good luck on his big, big trip. Yeah, good luck out there. Be safe. Go catch a new state record. <laughs> you mean make sure I get my fishing license? <laughs> Rest in peace, episode forty. <laughs> believe you, that. Yeah. Do I mean, we're on we're on one hundred. We ain't believing that. We didn't even <laughs> talk about it. Really, Owen went to bed like forty minutes ago. Listen, I'm a lawyer now. <laughs> we got your back. Not it's your a family business. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody gone back and listened to episode one? Mm-hmm. No, no. Not recently. Well, my biggest highlight. I did went went back and listened to it the other week. You guys have had Owen circling back around all the way back since episode one. Imagine the diligence someone would have to have this like see all the things that we never circled back to. <laughs> Keep track. It's <laughs> a full on reporting. Oh. Instead of the musky hunks, it could be the circle jerks. <laughs> Sorry. I've been I don't know. Sorry, Gary. So and I felt bad earlier about the Eiffel Tower comment. Uh, I will say this. We're going to be uh, getting into some guests and some stuff for Musky Max. Um, we've got one coming up here, hopefully this week, to get us kind of started on that. Um, this episode is going to be late because we're, we're recording on Sunday night. <laughs> we had to power through the Super Bowl to get one of these done. Uh, so we're going to have some we're going to have uh, we're going to get Sean on here soon. Um, and we're going to have some other guests coming up here for Musky Max. So that's kind of cool to look forward to that. Dude, that show's going to be here in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It is not far out at all. So we got uh, we got some of that to get into. And I think all of us are still – I think we're still resetting from New York. <laughs> At least yeah. I am. I think yeah. that might have something to do with why uh, the swap was a little bit you know, less. That's what I was trying to think when, where it fell last year in regards to the two 
I was thinking it was like maybe two weeks after New York or something. Yeah, I don't think it was the following weekend. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but, so we got yeah. a busy couple weeks coming, and then we got another show, and we got a banquet coming up after that, and then it's, it's like time to fish. Yeah, right. In, I've, I've been itching. Everything's open now up yeah. here, so. And I don't think we're going to have any issues with it locking back up at all. I don't think so. Maybe just like a skim at night, but. So we're going to be out there on the water here soon. Dude, tomorrow's a day off for me. I really should catch up on grading, but. You should go fishing. That's what the devils are telling me. <laughs> Listen to them. Yep. Gary double fisting freaking red. Do it. Daredevils over there. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, boys. Anybody have anything else? Nope. No, man. Nope. To a hundred more. Release it. Yeah, it's. Uh, we should probably say something about that. Maybe we'll wait till one hundred and one. What? The but just a hundred. Just a hundred. We've made it to a hundred episodes. Do you guys realize that's over two hundred hours of us? Well, two hundred and one if you count that Leela episode. Yeah, that's three, three hours. hours two if you count all the episode forty. <laughs> yeah, that is also accurate. We have well over 200 hours of media on this podcast. It's unbelievable. But we'll wait till Owen's back. Then we'll, maybe we'll do a little celebration for 101. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? None of us wanted to do anything. Just want to just podcast. Keep on. on. Yeah. I just want to go fishing. Yep. All right. Well, Nate gets to go fishing tomorrow. Maybe. Make his dad proud. No, what I'm gonna—I know what I'm gonna do. Just constant approval of his dad taking him to. No, I've got a real plan. I bet I can fish for 20 minutes tomorrow, and I might do it. There you go. Get out there. Yeah, I know a spot where you can catch really, very ugly muskies right now. <laughs> yeah. Fish that don't look like muskies, and they are. They—they got the same nose like Stevie Nicks doing lines of coke. Yeah, 1975. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, shout, shout out Stevie Nicks. Shout out Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Off the rails. All right, boys. Such, such a clean wrap up. Well, yeah. thank you guys. Congrats on 100. <laughs> Congrats Quality on 100. Content like this will definitely hit 200. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. I uh, I think it's worth saying one more time, Zach Katia, great job on New York. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a phenomenal show, man. It was really fun. It was great uh, meeting everyone that came out. Yeah, a lot of awesome discussions from that one. So super cool, and uh, I guess I'll have to wait twelve months for the next Muskie's Inc. Chapter Sixteen lore swap. So yes, you will. Sucks. It's like. Start the calendar. If you take over as president, you can have another one whenever you want. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we we got a we got another one of our friends that's better suited for that. So it's good. I can't even get time to go. I've had to pee for the last two and a half hours. I don't even have time to pee in my life. All right, boys. We gotta we gotta close this one out. We're it's done. Dead. It's just it's it's dead. All right. We'll see you guys. See ya. See ya. <laughs> I had to shake him on my last case, big O don't play.